guys, what's up? Players, what's up? Um, it's been a while. And um, first, I want to apologize. A lot's been going on, but a lot's been going on in the last hour, which prompted me. I was actually going to get on anyways, record the Sports Plus Life podcast. By the way, welcome to the Sports Plus Life podcast. If you've never listened before, thank you for joining. Um, I think this is episode number 89. Don't quote me on that. Don't need to get in schematics. How do you say schematics? Schematics. Don't need to get in details right now, but um, we'll figure that out later. Um, I was originally going to get on this morning. I was like, I, you know, so I just got back from Vegas. Went and watched UFC 272. Amazing. Great card. Had a lot of fun. Uh, actually, originally went to Vegas to go watch Bruno Mars. Silk Sonic, sorry. It baffles me that a lot of you do not know who Silk Sonic is. Everyone's like, what are you doing in Vegas? Oh, I'm here to watch Silk Sonic. Who's that? Hello? Hello? That is probably two of the most talented individuals on this planet. The guys can play anything. Um, but that's besides the point. My region went out there for that. And then um, went, there, went out there solo. Went out there by myself. Uh, my friend, unfortunately, could not come with me. He got called, called into work. Um, and, you know, got to pay the bills. So not mad at him at all. Um... So I went solo. I went by myself, watched Bruno Mars. People watch, ate a lot of food, drank a little bit, gambled. Um, it was still pretty fun. Vegas, you can find everything to do. And um, um, what I did was I decided, um, yeah, Friday, the day before the fight, I was like, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go watch the fight. Um, I wasn't going to originally. Actually, just this is how it planned out, right? Originally, I had uh, bought the tickets on March fourth, right? The four for March fourth, in the hap, in the hopes that I'd go probably go to the UFC fight March fifth because that's when the fight was supposed to be, and I wasn't going to do it. Um, I didn't get tickets because everyone backed out. I mean, I was getting ghosted. It didn't matter. The big guy, my friend Mo, shout out to Mo, one of the best guys in the world, um, was like, "I'll go with you." Unfortunately, it didn't happen. Work took him somewhere else. And so I decided the day before that, I was like, you know, I'm going to get tickets. I'm going to go check it out. Never been to T-Mo Arena. Haven't been to a UFC fight in about 12 years. Um, and, you know, that's where I found myself. Um, so I went there. Great. I'm glad I did. I am so glad I did because it was one of the best experiences um, ever. And I'll definitely talk about that soon. But everything is being trumped right now. If you can't tell, old Uncle Edgar is in his Bronco stuff. Bronco hat, Bronco shirt, Bronco drawers. Why? We got a guy. Dangerous Russell Wilson is a Denver Bronco. Um, <clears throat> I'm excited. And, and I have nothing but respect for um, Russell Wilson. And obviously talented dude. MVP, I'm, I'm pretty sure an MVP. Um, <clears throat> Super Bowl winner. Um, made it Super Bowl back to back. Um, smoked the Broncos, so he owes this one. He owes this one, and hopefully, this trade will bring a Super Bowl back to the Mile High City. Um, who knows what's gonna happen? But the Broncos did give up a lot. Um, if I'm not, let me pull it up here in uh, my trusty. Uh, iPhone here. Um, the Broncos 
send Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-rounder, we get Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick. Um, I think this was always going to be the plan, right? That's why we got all these picks. That's why we are um, – I think that's why we got all these picks, all these different trades. Um it was for something like this. I think originally everyone thought it was going to be uh, Aaron Rodgers. And originally, that's that's what I thought I was going to come on here to talk about. I already had said it. Talking about Aaron Rodgers, talking about the UFC fight, maybe even the league, the Fakers, the Lakers, um, and how bad they are right now. I don't even think we'll have time for that. It's okay. We don't need to talk about that garbage. But Aaron Rodgers, I think, was the guy the whole time. And that's what I was moving. Aaron Rodgers is a dude... Um, if you guys remember before the, that day of the draft last year, 2021, it was pretty much etched in stone. Everyone's like, it's a done, it's a done deal. Mark Schler was tweeting, it's a done deal. We got Aaron Rodgers. Nothing happened. Packers decided to keep him. Um, they ended up winning, they ended up winning the MVP, I think. I don't know. It's, it's been a blur. I'm a little rusty here, so just stay with me. Um, but I think everyone thought Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, okay, maybe even Tennessee, the Denver Broncos were always, I think we're always a front runner, but what it sounds like today, I don't think it doesn't sound like it was that case. Just listen to Adam Schefter, all Adam Schefter, Shefty never wrong, by the way, never wrong Shefty. You know, when they all, when uh, Tom Brady retired and everyone's like, oh, you know, Shefty was like, yeah, source is close to him and he's been retired and. And Tom Brady's like, no, I'll decide. And Shefty's like, okay. And Shefty's never wrong. Okay. Shefty, former, formerly of the Denver Post. So Colorado ties, never lies. All right. Um, it sounds like Aaron Rodgers is always going to go um, um to uh back to Green Bay. Sounds like that was always gonna be the case. And and it's just uh, it's a damn shame, of course. But um, what are you gonna do? Aaron Rodgers back to back MVP, and that didn't happen this morning. We woke up. Aaron Rodgers signing goes a ridiculous deal. How the Packers are gonna do? I have no idea. They have something in mind. I have no idea what's gonna happen. I have no idea how they're gonna do it. And then their franchise tag Devontae Adams. Um, I do not know how they're going to do with all, with that ridiculously low cap space. Um, but to each his own. <laughs> they got their guys moving on. Aaron Rodgers thought he had his day. Everything sounds cool. And then all of a sudden, boom, here comes Shefty. Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. And we are buzzing here. Any Bronco fans across the country. Bronco fans... There's a lot of Bronco fans out there. I'm in Vegas. A lot of Bronco stuff out there. All the time. I mean, I've been in Vegas probably four times since November. I was there. I didn't. I don't think I ever told you guys, but I was there for um um for the Raiders Broncos game. Amazing. I don't. I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't know if I told anyone. But I don't. I don't know what's happened last year. <laughs> but um, amazing. The Denver Broncos Raiders game. Um, that was amazing. Um, went there for the Super Bowl 
lot of Broncos fans there. And I went there just last week, this last weekend, a lot of Broncos fans. So, um, but Denver, I mean, if you talk, think about it, we're buzzing. The Broncos fans are buzzing because we, I mean, I'm going to pull up the record here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain the Broncos were in the mix for the playoffs up until probably a game or, t- or two games left. I think that game we went to, I went to Christmas Day, lost to the Raiders, kind of just edged us out of the playoffs. So we were right there. Um, for for a little bit of the playoff. Um, <clears throat> we're in the hunt for the whole time. <clears throat> I think ultimately, what happened? So, Chargers and Raiders were in the hunt. Whoever won the game, right? That last game of the season gets in the playoffs. And then if they tie, they both go through. And, well, and I'm going to overtime. Thought I was going to be a tie. It was seconds, seconds of being a tie. Um, And Raiders ended up winning the game. Um, Steelers go through. Chargers do not. Um, let me pull this up here. Let me pull it up. Denver Broncos schedule. Let's see here. So I'm just pulling up because I think we beat, we beat the Giants, we beat the Jaguars, beat the Jets, three and zero. Loses the Ravens, that was bad. Uh, loses the Steelers, nineteen to twenty seven. That's a one. That's a one possession game right there. Okay, let's keep this in mind. One possession game. Loses the Raiders, twenty four, thirty four. Possession and a half. We'll call that. Loses the Browns, fourteen to seventeen. They don't even have. They don't even have half the team. I don't think. And I think that's the that's yeah that's Thursday night game we get ran all over by the by um I gotta remember his name I don't even know how many snaps he got after the fact um and that was still a one possession game so there's two one possession games okay we beat the Commanders now the Commanders we we haven't talked in a while so now they're the Washington Commanders um smoked the Cowboys <laughs> that was easy. Um, get smoked by the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Um, we beat the Chargers the next week. Luke gets smoked by the Chiefs. Okay. Um, beat the Lions. Okay. We should have done that. Lost to the Bengals. That one possession, 10 to 15. Loses the Raiders, 13 to 17. Another possession. And gets smoked by the Chargers. Gets, uh, loses the Chiefs. 24-28, that was the game where they had a 20-play drive before the end of the first half, and Drew Locke gets buckled. Oh, no, was it? Was it Drew Locke that fumbled, or was that the one where uh, Evan Ingram came clean and just smoked uh, Melvin Gordon? Was that Melvin, Melvin Ingram? Melvin Ingram? Melvin Ingram. Smoked Melvin Gordon. And um, so there's that, what, 4-5? One possession games. So those are, I mean, those could be one way or another, right? Those could go the other way. I think that with competent quarterback, 
Sorry, a better quarterback. <clears throat> better quarterback, competent coaching, competent offensive coaching, competent coaching in general. Um, those games go our way. And we are looking at, what is that? What was our record? Seven and, let me see here. I don't even know what our fucking record was. I can't even do math now. This is one dub, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven and ten. That ends up being what? So we get that's like twelve and that could have been twelve and five. I mean, five, well, four, five, one possession games that we lose. About three of them we probably should should have lost in general, even with the shit we had. Um, this is um, this those will take those games. Russell Wilson will take those games a different direction. And not to mention, we'll have KJ Hamler back, hoping we have healthy our healthy receivers, hoping we have a healthy offensive lineman. The thing that sucks about this Russell Wilson trade, because now, like I said, we have Nathaniel Hackett now, offensive coordinator, we have, our, our, we have competent defense. But by the way, defense has kept us in a lot of these games. PS2, Patrick Satan, of course, Justin Simmons. Um, I think Browning is another guy we're, we're going to look out for um, this next season. We got, I think, did we get him? Did we, we got him in the trade, I think, with the Rams, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but the thing that sucks about this trade is that we send Shelby Harris um, to Seattle, and that Shelby Harris, pivotal for the Broncos the last couple of years, and just in 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 not even good seasons we've had, but just, I mean, stuffing the middle of that that run, the block field goals, um, he was an absolute unit, and um. He's going to be missed a leader in that locker room. Um, but I mean, it's going to have to be filled. Um, we're going to have to do without. That's the that's the thing you do in these type of situations to get to fill in the worst part of your team, which is the quarterback position. You have to do away with it. I'm okay with no fan. I'm definitely okay with Drew Locke going away. Um. The picks, I mean, it was always going to happen. I think this this was always going to happen. And this, you get a man who's won the Super Bowl, who's a great leader, competent. Um, I still think has, you know, has, still has the legs under him. I think what happened in Seattle last year was um, it was a lot of inconsistencies there with the coaching, with the receivers. Do not know what happened to Metcalf. Metcalf had a great year the year before that. Fell off this year. Um, Lockett, I think, was injured for most of the year. They really didn't have a run game. A lot of their starters were out. Um, didn't have really good protection either. 
Um, but I, but now he has protection. Now he has better receivers. And hopefully Hackett, offense coordinators, everyone could be on the same page. And we make a better run this year. I'm not a stamping Super Bowl. I'm not one of those crazy fucking fans that are going to be like, yep, Super Bowl, here we come. Let's be realistic here. Okay? We're still in a division with the Kansas City Chiefs, which, by the way, who knows what's going to happen there? There's still a lot. They don't have Tyreek Hill locked up, I don't think. Um, they don't have Matthew locked up. Um, who knows what's going to happen with the run? Uh, they're still going to have uh, Clyde Edgar Hilaire. Sorry, never mind. Um, there's still a lot of questions that need to be answered with the Chiefs, too. But then you're also, you still have the, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. You still have one of the best rookie quarterbacks, one of the best quarter, one of the best quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, out there in the league right now. Um, who you still have to contend to. Which, by the way, we've stopped him before. Let's not go out there and say, "Well, well, well." Now he's in. Uh, now he's in division with two great quarterbacks. Let's. We still have a lot of good defense. Well, by the way, I don't even think we had Shelby Harris in that game. By the way, when we beat the Char- when we beat the Chargers, I was there for that game. And PS2 was all over the place. They were a full squad. They had everybody. And they buckled. So let's not... Let's pump the brakes here. Let's pump the brakes here. Don't act like this is going to be a walk in the fucking park for the Chiefs, for the Chargers, for the stupid Raiders. It's not going... It's not It's not going to be. This is a tough division. But... Russell Wilson changes a lot of things now. He changes a lot of things. And this is going to be a very, very fun season to watch. Um, AFC West, the NFC West, North, NFC West. AFC West, NFC West, um, was it with, with the Seahawks, Niners, Seahawks, Niners, Rams, champion Rams, and who else is in that? Who else is in that, guys? Um, I don't want to look. I want to. I want to get this right. Seahawks, Niners, Cardinals. I got it. K one. What's up, baby? Oklahoma Boomer Sooners. Um, exciting. Excited is an understatement here for Broncos fans. Um, this is great. This is going to be really good. And I still think, I mean, I'm not, we had a lot of cap room, so there still might be a couple more moves left in the bank for old George Patton to bring some more smoke here to Denver. If I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see how the Packers are going to do what they do. Um, yeah. Um with this cap space. I don't I mean I'm very confused by this. I mean I don't get it. I'm not a beautiful uh, Lewis Riddick um who knows a little bit more about the cap space or cap in general, the cap room. Um I'm who knows. But you missed out in Roger, Aaron Rodgers. You missed out. Um 
Yeah, but anyways, that's um, that's I mean, that's my boner for right now. That's kind of how uh, um, that's kind of how I feel right now. I have a big boner right now. I don't know how else to explain it. I'm excited. The Red Rocket. Um, but anyways, my trip to Vegas. I definitely wanted to talk about that for sure. Um, it was a it was a good time. It was a really good time. Um, weather was great. Still a little cold. Um, Vegas is Vegas, man. You can find you can do whatever you want in Vegas, which is pretty crazy sometimes. Um, I did, however, um, I stayed next to uh, I don't know if they were like they were just loud as shit. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how many people were in that room, by the way. I don't know if it was like a suite or what it was, but um, there were a lot of people. And I, at one point, someone even tried getting in my room. It was like, I mean, this was, I can't remember, it was Thursday or Friday night. I can't remember which night it was. Um, I could hear him trying to get in my room. I could hear him, and I'm just like sitting there. And obviously they're they're drunk. It's like three in the morning, and they're lit, you know. And <laughs> I can I can hear the girl call her friend like, "Hey, uh, what room are you in?" And she's like, "I can hear on speaker." And this heifer just falls on my door. You can hear boom. So, oh my god, are you here? All I hear is, "Oh my god, is your head okay?" And then you just start running to the other room. Um, it was. <laughs> It was a good time. Um, I um, Vegas went to watch UFC two seventy two. Um, loved it, loved it. I was there from the first fight all the way to to obviously the main event. Um, the thing about UFC is, um, I don't get why more people don't show up earlier. It was easy to get in right when the doors open. Um. I mean, I think you have to be a hard, hardcore fan to get there early. I mean, so it started at 3 o'clock locally. Doors open at 2. I even got there at 2.30 and took a few pictures outside. Um, by the way, follow me, M-R-A-K-A-C-O, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, follow me on Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter. Um, we're going to get a little bit more lively on those channels, on those social media handles. I don't know how to explain it. Um, follow me. Um, the, yeah, the doors open at what, two o'clock. Um, it's a cool little place. I don't know. I'd, I'm trying to think if it's, um, if it's the same size as the pep, not Pepsi Center, Ball Arena here in Denver. Um, I think Ball Arena is bigger. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, kind of hard to tell. Um, I think you tell more when there's a hockey game, probably when there's like a Vegas Knights game. I think you can probably tell a little bit more. I'm pretty sure um, without even looking up the official seats. Let's find out. I mean, this is going to bother the shit out of me because if I don't, um, it's just going to bother me. Ball Arena. Okay, ready? Ball Arena capacity. Ball Arena 
The ball arena. Oh, here it is. Holds 20,000. Feels like there's more. Let's take a look at T-Mobile Arena. I think it might be the same. T-Mobile Arena. Twenty thousand, about the same. Hey, what's this? I guess yeah. So twenty thousand. Well, I guess they're all about the same, right? Um, the one thing I've noticed though, when you go to in Vegas, I noticed this when I was uh, at the Raiders uh, at the Raiders game, Raiders Broncos game, and then I noticed it um, when I went to T-Mobile Arena this last weekend. It's not as compared to Denver, like the Ball Arena or. Um, in Power Field, a mile high, is that it's a whole lot easier to get snacks, a whole lot easier to get drinks and food in Vegas than it is mostly anywhere else I've gone, to be honest with you. I never had a problem getting drinks or food here in Vegas. Um, Pretty crazy. It was kind of like, like holy shit, what are, what's everyone else doing wrong? Maybe there's more options. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're quicker. You know, I do not know, but it was definitely not hard to get food or drinks um, in Vegas. Generally, it's not hard to get food or drinks in Vegas in general. I mean, just walk a few steps and there's something there. Um, but anyways, yeah, UFC two seventy two. Um, definitely want to talk about this because great experience. Um. It was cool to be there. I mean, like I said, I haven't been in one probably. I think I was at UFC 100, which was like 172 ago. Um, and then before that, I think I was in Broomfield. Um, that one, I remember that one. That was really cool to go to. It sat pretty close. Um, that was the Joe Lozon versus Kenny Florian main event. Um, had Nate Diaz um, tapping out Kurt Pellegrino. That's where he did the triangle choke, and he's flipping everyone off. Um, got introduced to uh, the big boy. What's his name? I'm trying to blank. He's at Bellator now. What's supposed to fight Bellator? Anthony Johnson. Anthony Rumble Johnson. Um, Diego Sanchez on that card. I, can't, I don't think Cowboy was on that card. I don't think he was. Matt Hamill, the deaf guy. It was. I remember it, so a lot of cool stuff. But I finally went. Um, and I was impressed top to bottom. There's only one fight and I'm trying to think of, um, it was a light heavyweight fight that was kind of cruddy. Um, the Kennedy in the Jikuwu and then, and the Nikolai Negu Mariano. <laughs> Dude, I'm butchering. These are hard as hell. Um, boring. It was whack. Um, I think Indijakua got point taken off. I think that ultimately led to him losing the fight. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was kind of a, it was whack. But other than that, all the other fights are good. I think um, Mariana, Marina Rodriguez fought very well. Um, uh, Marina Moros fought very well. She fought very good against a tough Akaboba. She got that finish, right? I think she got the finish. Let me take a look. Yeah. Submission finish. Um, 
And um, there's one dude I want to talk about. I want to talk about this dude real quick. At lightweight, 6'3", fights at 155 pounds. And he, he blew me out of the water. There's no way this guy's fighting 6'3". Last guy I know of that well, was like that tall at 155 pounds broke his fucking leg. Corey Hill. You guys remember that? Corey Hill broke his leg, snapped it, boom. Broke it through a leg kick, stepped on it. Oh, that was before Anderson Silva. It was like maybe a few years before Anderson Silva. And um, that was bad. But Jalen, dude, he's massive. Looks really, really big. Um, at 6'3", 155 pounds. I do not know how... Um, he makes weight. He looks good, though. Look very, very good. Very composed, um, clean, crisp. Um, defended the takedown very well. Um, ended up getting the knockout. I mean, this is a guy we got to look out. We got to look out for. I think the only drawback for this dude: a lot of wrestler wrestling killers at 155 pounds. A lot of dudes that will take you down at, at a drop of a hat. Makachev being one of them. Um, there's just a lot of dudes at 155 pounds that will take you down. Chandler, Justin Gaethje, doesn't matter about your reach. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna. So if, once he's able to get something like that, better probably wrestling defense, probably some more wrestling in general. Um, if he's able to, if he's able to stuff those takedowns, I mean, he makes them very dangerous. Long, lanky. Keep your eye out for old Jalen Turner. Keep your eye out for him because he is going to cause problems at 155 pounds. Um, 6'3". I still can't get over that. 6'3", 155 pounds. Um, going in the main card, it, it's crazy. How, like I said, I'm kind of come, kind of backtracking here. Um, it was really amazing how, how empty the arena was for most of the card. I think right before... The main card, um, I think it wasn't. It wasn't empty, and then all of a sudden, boom! Main card, everyone pops up. Um, kind of threw me off a little bit. I was just like, man, people are people don't know what they're missing. Uh, but anyways, main card popped off. Greg Hardy versus Sergey Spivak, and um. It's pretty much how I thought it was going to go. I don't think Greg Hardy's that dude. Um, he kind of, I mean, Greg Hardy's going to have that. I don't think anyone really gives a shit about Greg Hardy. <laughs> and we all know why. I'm not going to bring it up, but um, he got hands put on him. I don't think he, that, I, can't, I can't tell. I haven't watched the, the fights on TV yet, but I'm, where I was sitting, I like I think I was looking, and someone like kind of grabbed him after he's like beat up. And he like pushed him off, and he was like, I think he was barely coming too. I think he got knocked out pretty good. If I, I remember, I remember just sitting there like, holy shit, he got his shit kicked in. Um, but yeah, heavyweight fight, whatever, blah blah. blah. I think that's like the only heavyweight fight on the card. Um, but Kevin Holland versus Alex Cabo Oliveira, and Kevin Kevin Holland, man, I do an impressive. He looked really good at welterweight. So it could be a better weight for him. Um. 
got the finish over Oliveira, knocked him out. Um, just uh, it just, he looked he looked great. He looked good. He looked clean. Um, I think that was a good opening fight for him at welterweight. I don't know. This this is his first fight at welterweight. Hold on. Now I have to. Uh, it's been a while, guys. It's been a while. Stop fucking judging me. I know. I can see you guys judging me. Like, oh, this guy's garbage. Um, last fight, Derek Brunson, right? Is that the one? Got decisioned. Yeah, he got decisioned. Yeah, Derek Brunson. That was that. Okay. Um, yeah, welterweight. I think this is weight, man. He can make the weight. Um, same thing with 170 pounds. Um, that is, you know, I was just talking about the 155 pound division. A lot of good wrestlers at 170 pounds. Colby Covington being one of them who we're talking about. Kamaru Usman, the champion, a very good wrestler. Um, a lot of killers as far as wrestling goes, which is his, which is not his forte. I guess you could say forte. He's not, um, wrestling is not his thing, but he makes fights entertaining. There was that, that picture going around of him giving the thumbs up at the end of the first round that he was fine. No choke happened. Um, very entertaining fight. And that's the thing about, you know, I will I will always say this. It doesn't matter how good you are. Sometimes it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many fights you win. If you're entertaining at some point, if you're a great fighter and you're an entertainer, you get pushed to the front of the line for a championship, you get pushed to the front of the line for all these fights. You make more money. If you're also entertaining. Um, but at some point you have to be undeniable. You know, if you're winning, 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 you could go 12 fights in a row, winning 12 fights in a row, like our champion, um, Oliveira at 155 pounds. Look how long, look how long it took him to get there. And, um, the thing is, I don't think he's as exciting as someone like a Kevin Holland, uh, marketable, I guess would be another one. Exciting, marketable, like Cowboy Cerrone, you know, you know, it takes, there's a lot to this fight game, to UFC, especially with these new owners. Um, and that's why Kevin Holland gets his kind of shine because he's exciting. It's fun to watch. Um, and he makes it enjoyable. He puts butts in the seats, as they would say. Um, so shout out to uh, Kevin Holland for his win um, Saturday night. Um, but the fight that kind of surprised me was a Bryce Mitchell versus Edson Barbosa fight. Um, watching Bryce Mitchell, I did not expect him to control Barbosa the way he did. I didn't. Barbosa's high level jujitsu as well, great striker. Um, and Bryce Mitchell went out there and put on an absolute great performance. I was so impressed. And and you know, you know I, I talk about the light heavyweight fight. I'm not going to pronounce their names again, but if you go back a little bit, that I'm watching that fight and it was really boring. I think the fight got broken up a couple of times because they were just stalling. Nothing was happening. No grappling was going down. No one got taken down. There's like, there's nothing going on as far as the grappling goes. But when you have Bryce Mitchell and Bryce Mitchell and Edson Barbosa, this is high level jujitsu. I think I'm trying to think if there's a fight that I was, I was, I was talking about not too long ago. Um, but Bryce Mitchell Controlled Edson Barbosa very well. Striking from the top, um, did not let him get up. Great transitions, and this is exactly what you're supposed to do when you're a grappler like that. 
Um, great takedowns. Set up his takedowns very, very well. Um, oh, I mean, just, it was amazing. It was great. I loved it. I, I mean, I sat there and he made me a believer. Um, so who knows what's next for old Bryce Mitchell. Um, he's going to get back to the uh, state of Arkansas, maybe Little Rock. I don't know where he's from. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, shout out to Bryce Mitchell. I don't know what's going to happen. 145 pounds. That's a deep, tough division. Champion Ogs, uh, you know, Volkanovski's an, an animal. Um, he is fighting Korean Zombie next. Um, you have a possible fight between uh, Brian T.C.D. Ortega and Yari Rodriguez happening. Um, I mean, holy shit. I mean, there's like, there's a lot of, some good fights there that I would love to see. Let's see Bryce Mitchell versus Brian T.C.D. Ortega fight. I mean, you could control Brian, Brian T.C.D. Just tacks from everywhere. Oh, I mean, I'm getting, getting another boner. <laughs> Thinking about it. Um, <laughs> who knows? Bryce Mitchell, monster. Hats off to him, man. He, he, he tore it up. Um, I mean, the next fight, the co-main event. I did not know this fight was going to be five rounds. I sat there and told the drunk guy be next to me. It's because I was by myself and like a bunch of like older dudes. They were older than me. And, um, you know, he was like very quiet. And I like, I heard him say something and I looked over and he was like staring at me and I go, did you say something? I couldn't hear him. Um, but he did. And he was like, is is this fight going to be three rounds? I go, I'm pretty sure it's three rounds. And, um, it wasn't, it was five rounds. And he left after the third round, didn't come back. (laughs) So he missed like two rounds. I think that was my fault. But I didn't know it was I didn't know it was fucking five rounds. Anyways. Um the return of Rafael Dos Anjos out almost a year and a half. Um a long, long time. And out to Moicano Moicano just took the fight, I think on five days notice. Had a fight ten days ago. Beat up Alex Hernandez easily in the second round. Um <clears throat> but man, this was I another fight went five rounds and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of this fight. Um, went the distance. Big props to Hanata Moicano, who just didn't quit and was still fighting. I think he even had um Rafael Dos Anjos rocked um in that fifth round. Um he was still fighting. Oh, what a warrior. Hats off to Hanata Moicano. Um, who used by the way. He's a fight at 145 pounds. He looks huge at 155 pounds. He looks way bigger than Rafael Dos Anjos. But this was at one, <coughs> 165, I believe, 160, 165. <coughs> and so just big props out to Mike Conner. You got to give him his flowers. Um, hopefully he got all the bonuses. Hopefully he got paid. Um, taking this fight at short notice and put up a very, very good fight. Uh, who kn- Dude, who knows with a little bit more preparation, how that fight goes. But props to him, man. Big props to him. Props to Rafael Desanias for actually taking the fight. Cause I didn't think he was going to, I didn't think he was going to take a fight at short notice like that, but he was like, you know, without too long, I have to take a fight. I have to fight. Um, he took the fight and he looked clean. He looked very clean. Not a lot of didn't it did start out slow in that first round, but once the fight started going, man, striking looked good, 
takedowns look good. Um, he looked cleaner. He looked cleaner as the fight went on. I think he started getting those, uh, what are they called, the ring rust jitters off, shaking off a little bit. Um, looked very, very good. Um, uh, who's next? What, is this going to be – is he fighting at – has to be 155 pounds, right? Because I think Makachev was supposed to take the fight, and then they said, oh, never mind. Never mind. We're not going to take it. Blah, blah, blah. Smart. Um, I guess. Smart? I mean, I don't know. You take that fight, and you beat up Dos Anjos. I mean, I mean, it kind of jumps you, right? Who knows? Whatever. Whatever the reason they didn't take the fight, whatever, that's down them. Um, but on to the main event, um, and that place was fucking loud when this shit hit. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a vibe as the kids would say, it's a vibe in that place. I can't explain unless you actually go experience it yourself. Um, Jorge Masvidal versus Colvin Covington. The fight went exactly how I figured the fight was going to go. Colby Covington was going to put that pressure on Jorge Masvidal. Jorge Masvidal is not the best wrestler. Um, Covington that goes out there. Um, and Covington, you know, as big of a douchebag he is to a lot of people, <clears throat> he's not a pussy. He just isn't. He went out there and he he went out there and he, he fought Masvidal. Yeah, he, he threw in he threw in his wrestling. He went out there and stand and banged with him. He did it with the champion, with Usman. So he's not, I mean, as as, as annoying he is to a lot of people. He's not a pussy. And he's a tough son of a bitch. And <laughs> you have to take him serious when you're fighting him. Especially when he's taking fights. Um <laughs> on this fight, it, it went exactly it went exactly how I thought it was gonna go. I mean, I just didn't see this fight going anywhere out any other way. Um I just knew it. And I mean, and props to Kobe Covington toughness because I think it was third or fourth round and Masvidal rocked him with probably the best shot he's throwing the whole night. And Covington dropped to a knee, ate it, got right back up, went to his court. It was like at the end of one of the third, fourth round. I can't remember. Um. Um. And he just ate it and came back and and won the fight. I mean, it was just a very impressive performance by Colby Covington, Colby Chaos Covington. Um, I have a video, uh, Bruce Buffer introducing the fighters, and it was just like, oh, it was beautiful, man. The beautiful Bruce Buffer, man. Why is he so fresh? You know what I'm saying? I heard some idiot say that if Bruce Buffer gets replaced, like, it's not going to make the UFC a big deal. It's not a big deal. Of course it's a big deal, Bruce Bruce Buffer goes away. It changes a lot of things. You never experienced the fight. I mean, I don't think um, it's Joe Martinez. I can't remember the guy. Joe Martinez. Um, who's the other announcer? They have two announcers that if, if you know one's unavailable, it's usually Joe Martinez. I think it's his name. Um, I keep hitting this fucking mic. Um, but yeah. If you ever get a chance to experience it, do it at least once. Um, I mean, I want to talk more about his main event, but honestly, I mean, it went exactly how I thought it was going to go. I mean, I don't know. That's I knew Kobe kind of pressure. Miles Vidal was going to try to do his little strikes, and that's how it is. Anyway, um, but go ahead and experience this once, 
and reason why I say once, I am better off watching these type of fights at home. <laughs> I think I got very fortunate. The fights weren't boring. A great entertainment. Um, decent seats. Um, I think I got pretty lucky that night. Go experience it once, but I'm better off watching it at home, and here's why. Obviously, I like I mentioned earlier, it wasn't getting uh, getting snacks, getting snacks, drinks wasn't hard at all. The bathroom line was was long, but it goes by quick because we're guys. Um, it's people, it's the people around you. You don't know, you don't know where these. It's Vegas. Everyone's from a different part, and um, and you. It was very. Uh, how do I put this? Conservative, <laughs> especially, especially when Bryce Mitchell was up there. All I heard was, "Let's go, Brandon, USA," and all this other shit. And um, you heard it when Kobe Covington was up there. Yeah, fuck F Joe Biden and go oh, Trump twenty twenty four. And I get it. It's cool to say. It's an outlaw thing to say. Like a lot of these guys don't have a lot of little good political views just cool to say you know cool to do um it's very fucking annoying though i don't give a fuck about i'm not i don't go to these fights to i don't give a shit about i go to fights i go to sport events not to hear that shit like i mean i I don't want to hear i don't want to give a fuck i don't care about your political views don't bring them into my fucking fights um you always and then you also get those fucking idiots who say, "Yeah, twist his dick," like just immature, stupid shit like that. Yeah, twist her nipple, hit her in the coochie, like you know those guys who want attention, who want to be heard on TV, and oh, it's just, so I mean it'll be a while probably before I go. It has to be a very very good card for me to spend money and go to Vegas or anywhere for that matter. Um, to watch the fights again. So we'll see. Who knows when it'll happen. But um, go to experience it once. It, T-Mobile Arena is amazing. It's pretty cool because T-Mobile Arena, Dolby Live Arena, and Park MGM, like they're all just like right there in that area where I went and watched Bruno Mars, Park MGM, newer spot. It's really cool. I'm going to go back. Um, Probably go back. I've been trying to go watch the uh, Vegas Knights. Anytime I go back there, Vegas, obviously, they're never there. Um. When I'm there, which is fine, whatever. <laughs> so, I don't want to see you guys either. Um, go check out if you get if your team plays in Vegas, go check it out. Um, go check out Allegiant Stadium. Um, very nice, very beautiful. Yeah, a lot of people are like, "Oh, don't wear your Bronco stuff in Raiders country." Oh, dude, it's not Raiders country anymore. It's not Raiders Nation. It's not. It's this is in Oakland. This is in LA. This is Vegas. And everyone's from everywhere. And there's probably, honestly, I mean, last time I went, Broncos versus Raiders, there's a lot of Broncos fans there. So get it together, player. I always forget the Raiders play there until I actually get into one of those shops. I was like, oh, shit, there's Raiders stuff here. I forgot. I don't see Raiders stuff anywhere else other than the places that sell them. No one's wearing their jerseys. Whatever. Get used to it. Um, that's it. Hopefully it wasn't as rusty. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, follow me at Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter. Um, 
youtube.com slash sports plus life, uh, M-R-A-K-A-C-O, Instagram and Twitter, and a TikTok sports plus life. Let's po- start posting more there. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, a great day to be a Denver Bronco, uh, Denver Bronco fan. And um, we still got a whole lot more to talk about. Well, I, don't, I, was, I didn't even get into the Lakers being horrible. I didn't even get into uh, baseball um, because there's really not much to talk about other than crap-ass owners are garbage. That's it. Um, I got approached to buy uh, season tickets from the Padres because I expressed interest. And I asked the guy, I go, what if we don't have a season? And he said, oh, well, we'll get refunded. I go, no, I'm not going to give you any money until there's a season. And he's like, oh, well, got to gotta put a deposit down. No, we're not doing that. Um, There's still a lot more to talk about. I want to talk about more wrestling, too. AEW was this last weekend. I would be in Vegas for AEW Double or Nothing. Um, WrestleMania is right around the corner. Stone Cold Steve Austin came out, said he's going to come. He's going to meet Kevin Owens at WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas. Crazy. Um, thank you guys so much. I love you guys so much. Um, and I will see you guys soon. All right. I'll talk to you guys later.